0: Welcome back, fellow mobile gamers, to the seventh episode of the Tiny Nimble Podcast, a show all about mobile gaming hosted by me, Nimblethor, and my partner in crime, Tiny Little Games. And listen, guys, I don't wanna give you guys false hopes for this episode, and I don't wanna hype it too much. But, we've got some great stuff to cover today. From news about an Overwatch-like five versus 5 shooter by Madfinger Games, to the closed beta launch of Google Stadia, to Supercell's Rush Wars getting canned, to the king of annoying Facebook games, Sinker, making a comeback on mobile. There's lots to get into, so I think this episode is going to be a really great one. Now, if you're listening on Spotify or iTunes, feel free to leave a five-star review to support the show. And if you're over on YouTube, then let us know your thoughts on the topics we're going to cover today. And also while you're down there, share any ideas you might have for next month's episode. So we might as well get into it, Tiny, with what I believe we can safely call a tradition at this point, our righteous recommendations of the month. So tell me, Mister Tiny, what is your pick of the month?
1: Firstly, I just want to say thank you for calling me, Mister Tiny. Um, it makes me feel very special. Anytime,
0: anytime. <laughs> <laughs> um,
1: so yes, you're right. It is a tradition at this point. But we're going to go over our righteous recommendations. Firstly, I would like to talk about a game called Battle Breakers. Um, I did a video on this game probably a few days ago at this point, or maybe last week. Let's say once this um, podcast is out. And Battle Breakers is a game by Epic Games, so you do have to use the Epic Game Launcher. It's not on Google Play. Wait.
0: Wait. Yes, wait, they, they sorry, got beef. What?
1: Yes, it you cannot. It's an Epic Games game. It's an Epic Games games on the Epic what? Games launcher. <laughs> If that makes
0: any sense. I didn't know sense. about it. I, I I didn't know about it, I'm sad to say. Yeah. I didn't know about that game. Well, you
1: wouldn't if you were just looking in the Google Play Store because it's not in the Google Play Store because they don't play fr- – they're not friendly with each other. It's the same – sc- true. It's the same scenario with happened with uh, Fortnite Mobile where you're not downloading Fortnite on mobile through the Play Store. You have to do it through, a- through the Epic Games Launcher, um, which means you're basically sideloading the app and downloading unknown resources and all that fun shenanigans. However – Is Battle Breakers worth doing all that? Uh, That kind of depends. I enjoyed Battle Breakers for what it is. It's basically like a, I don't know how to explain it. It's basically a turn-based, gotcha, summoning, RPG, fighter-type game. Um, You basically tap on the gems, and the gems bust, and you're either going to get revealed coins or or enemies. Then you fight those enemies. There's big boss battles. The game is more strategic than I thought it would be. I was actually expecting it just to be this mindless tapping of um, on your screen, which it kind of is to a point. Right. But soon you get into like these battles, and you're like, "Oh no, I have to use this color against this color, and you know, and this status effect, mm. and all that stuff." So it does have some fun elements to it. Um, like I said, you do have to go through the epic, <laughs> epic store to play it. But for some who are into these type of games, if you like, either watch my video or just look it up online and take a look at it. If it looks like something you're interested in, then it might be worth the play.
0: So it's not, it's not the next Fortnite.
1: It's not. It's it's not the <laughs> next Fortnite. That is for sure. Right.
0: Okay. Interesting though. I'm I'm definitely gonna check that out after after we're done recording here. Um. So that that's a good recommendation. Like my my re- righteous recommendation of this month is gonna be a bit of an older game. I guess it actually released about a year ago, but I didn't I didn't really notice it when it released. It went under my radar. Uh, but it's called Capsule and it's a game that plays like an air hockey game mixed with a Pokemon game. So if anyone has played the Muscle Hustle, they will know immediately what sort of gameplay you can expect from Capsulemon. Uh, We're basically slinging monsters across the screen on an air hockey-like board, and then the goal is to hit our opponents or hit our own units to then trigger combo attacks. And it's it's just a fun little game. Uh, The neat thing about the game is the core combat. It feels amazing to play. The downside of the game is that PvP is definitely pay to progress faster, so there's a bit of pay to win there. Hmm. Uh, but but the single player is fun. It's it's really great, and that's you know that is why I recommend the game. Now, sadly though, there isn't that much single player content in the game. So I mean, eventually you you know you, you're probably gonna venture into the PvP lands of Mun, and you might in the beginning have a great time, but maybe later on not so much because you start you know getting a getting ranked against players or matched against players who uh, well, have paid to pay to win. Yeah. So but, th- but it's still a fun game though. The, the core gameplay is really great and I'd just love to see more of these types of games, which is why I'm uh, which is why I'm recommending it. So but, it, but you haven't played it, right? No, I you haven't. haven't I, and I
1: was wondering, is the single player portion of it, is it just uh like the tutorial basically? And how some games do it to where the tutorial no, it's more is than that. A single player. Oh, okay. There's more no, content yeah, beyond the,
0: that. Th- th- there's more content beyond that. It's okay. um I haven't finished it yet, but I would say there's probably anywhere between you know, five to 10 hours, 10 hours might be a stretch, but I gotcha. mean, there, there's some hours of, of single-player gameplay, and I think it's definitely worth downloading um, just for that, just for that portion of the game, and also because you might, you know, you might actually be good at the game, you might actually enjoy the the, the PvP aspects as well, um, and hey, you know, there are people out there spending money on mobile games, I'm, I, yeah, <laughs> you know, I don't spend a lot of money on mobile truth. games, but some do. and. Honestly, I would say if you have to spend money on a mobile game, if that's you know the type of player you are, this this isn't the worst game to spend some money on if that's what you do. Yeah. All right. Sounds like it's gonna be fun.
1: Yeah. Sounds like a nice recommendation. Um, Right now, we're going to move on along to another section that we talk, we're basically going to talk about recent releases, things we're looking forward to, um, the excitement of mobile gaming. Um, and first and foremost, I do want to talk about Grid Autosport. Now, Grid yes. Autosport is a highly anticipated game. Actually, Android gamers have been anticipating this game for at least two years. This game came out two years ago on iOS devices. Um, And it's basically a racing game, if you haven't guessed by now. Grid was a a racing franchise that was out, I think, on consoles. Um, It was very popular a few years back. And we've been waiting for it to come out, so Grid has finally released on Android devices at a price point of $9.99 US dollars. Now that does sound pretty steep, I get it, um, but however, this is a premium game, and it comes with over 100 different race cars, 100 different tracks to race on. The graphics look pretty great, even two years on, the graphics still look great, Um, and I just think it looks like a good example of a premium game. That might be worth the price tag. If you're into racers and all that cool stuff, I think you might like it. Interesting. I actually Yeah, I actually am considering it um <laughs> at that ninety ninety nine price point. However, I'm also considering a price drop <laughs> to see yeah. if I want to give it a play. <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, you know, it might it might come on sale, you know, maybe during Christmas, after Christmas. Yeah, that's what I was hoping for. Um, yeah.
1: Android always Maybe does that. New. Yeah, it's
0: just too new. Yeah, yeah, they do, but they do those yeah.
1: sales like when it comes to. Um, I think mm-hmm. we're past um, the Thanksgiving break. But whenever it comes to like Christmas, they usually do like little sale. Oh, I think they're anticipating people getting um, Google Play gift cards <laughs> for Christmas. Yeah, yeah and,
0: and they might do something. They might do something for Cyber Monday as well. I mean, we uh, uh, as true. of recording of of this uh, podcast right now, uh, it's uh, it's Sunday, the day before Cyber Monday, so. Um, you know, maybe it's going to be on sale already tomorrow Foss, and a few days ago for, for you guys listening, I guess. But Grid is interesting because I, I remember playing that game on the PlayStation 3, I want to say. I think it was on PlayStation yeah, 3. Yeah, I think that's
1: when it was popular uh, or around that time. Yeah, yeah.
0: I, I really enjoyed it. Um, I didn't have a PlayStation myself, but I played it at a friend's house. And yeah, I mean, if, if, the, if the mobile version is anything like the, the full-blown console version, then... Yeah, I might actually consider checking that one out as well. I'm not, I'm not the huge, I'm not the hugest um, racing mobile game fan, but uh, great, is just such a well-known franchise that I might be enticed to. Uh, <laughs> I might eventually have to to check it out. Give it a try, yeah.
1: Another another thing coming out uh, for uh, for mobile devices soon is going to be Octopath Traveler. Now this is actually a prequel to um, the Octopath Traveler that was released on consoles I think a few years ago. So those are so another console game coming to mobile. Another console game coming to mobile. Hmm. Um, However, it's supposed to be a brand new game. So those unfamiliar with uh, with what Octopath Traveler is, it's basically a. 2D RPG in the form of like old-school Final Fantasy games. I think one of the creators is an old-school Final Fantasy developer and um, the game was met with with rave reviews. I actually did a review on the, on the console PC version probably a few months back. And this is supposed to be a prequel to that. A full-fledged game. I'm guessing it's going to be premium. I'm actually hoping it's going to be a premium game because uh, yeah. we'll probably get more quality out of it. Um, but anybody familiar with Octopath Traveler or looking up screenshots or anything like that, it looks like it would be a perfect transition to mobile devices. Like, I don't think it's going to be very hard to create a mobile version yeah, of this game. Yeah, I was game. looking
0: at it. Exactly. I was looking at it just before we started recording this podcast, and and I think I actually said that to you in the pre-show yeah. as well. That you know, that this, I mean, this looks perfect for mobile. Uh, the the UI would be easy to do on mobile. The game has a very mobile-ish mm-hmm. <laughs> feel to it. Uh, from looking at the um, or the original game had. So from from looking at gameplay videos of that, that's interesting. That's actually a game I could see myself playing as well. Maybe it's more realistic that I'm going to end up buying that one uh, over um, over the racing game over Grit. Uh, just because i'm you know i love rpg games and i want to play all of them <laughs> yeah <yep. laughs> to to figure out if i like them or not
1: and who knows this might be like the closest thing you'll ever get to playing a final fantasy game
0: yeah oh you uh, still <laughs> a burn remember I said yeah, that right it's a burn
1: from a few podcasts or episodes oh, ago <laughs> go back yeah. and watch the uh, previous yeah. episodes <laughs>
0: yeah you'll you'll get it basically i um a little sneak peek i guess i i had to um, admit that i've never played a Final Fantasy game. So, such, a that, such a disappointment. Such a disappointment. What's I
1: know. not disappointing, though, is the next COD Mobile news. Ooh. Zombie nice mode. <laughs> yeah, good transition, huh? Zombie mode has actually been released for COD Mobile. Everyone's been waiting for zombie mode. Um, I actually got to play it, and it's... Ooh, nice. It's what you think it would be, I guess. It's zombie mode for COD Mobile. Um... There's not much, much really more I could say about it. Honestly, I only played a few matches, and I died very early on. Anybody familiar with how zombie mode works? Um, you have to be really good to last long.
0: Um, Yeah, yeah, you die so quickly. So, so it's co-op, right? Like co-op versus the zombies. Yep,
1: co-op versus the zombies. You take them down. You buy your guns. You have to keep getting down different waves of zombies um and it's pretty it's a nice little diversion if you're you know if you played a bunch of um you know team deathmatch or capture the flag or maybe you're into the battle royale mode if you want to try something different you know at least there's that that mode that's there um one thing with cod mobile whether you love it whether you hate it it has a lot of content within it um Mm, for, for free at least you know there is that free content in there that's just like you know it's worth a play like it's the best game you could just i have not deleted it from my phone i may not play it as much as
0: let's say i I did last month but it is staying on my device <laughs> same here i haven't i actually haven't tried the zombie mode yet but uh, now that you mention it maybe we should uh put some gameplay footage of that game in the, in the video version of this podcast yeah i, I like that That might be interesting yeah. you know maybe you and i can even keep in play together and you know kill some zombies team up and i like kill that some you know ed, zombies
1: scum.
0: exactly <laughs> you know zombies is is uh, well there have been so many zombie games at this point. I, I, I don't need more zombie games, but Call of Duty Zombies uh, always has a, a special place in my heart. <laughs> Just because I remember playing the zombie modes uh, back in the older uh, Call of Duty PC games. So it, it gets a pass.
1: I was always bad at that. I only got to like, I don't know, round four or five.
0: Yeah, I was insanely bad as well. Yeah. We don't have to talk about that. Okay.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I always had to find somebody to carry me like, oh, who's this random yeah. person? Yeah. Oh, this person's yeah. good. I'm going to follow them.
0: Well this is going to be a disaster then you and you and I yeah. playing that. Yeah <laughs> I agree. Hey, hopefully that's entertaining to watch as well. Um now now I know you we, we had we had one more game right Sh- Shadowgun yeah. a new Shadowgun game? Yeah, new Shadowgun game's coming out guys. Shadowgun War Games.
1: Shadowgun War Games actually took me by surprise. It kind of came out of nowhere. The, um, it's in pre-registration right now, so if you want to register, do it. Um, it looks very interesting. It's basically an Overwatch-like five versus five mobile shooter. Um, and yeah, you have your hero, you know, your heroes that you choose from, different abilities and specials that they're going to use. And then you just go into these matches, and they're like team-based games. I want to say there's like a capture the flag mode. There might be like a domination type mode. Um, but it looks like it's really um, good. And I know that the you, you you look like you said that there was multiple um, what is it multiple companies that try to do like a mobile Overwatch type yeah, game. Yeah, I feel
0: like I feel like we've seen a few attempts yeah. at making a, a somewhat of a of an Overwatch experience in mobile. Most of them are just so bad though, like they're so so yeah. low quality and and that's why that's why I'm really excited when when you actually mentioned you you brought to to my attention that uh, that Madfinger Games is now making uh, what could could turn into the. Uh, the Overwatch on mobile, so to say, uh, because you know Madfinger Games make really great games. Quality, uh, I think yeah. they'll do with that. Yeah, it's it's high quality stuff. So if anyone can pull it off, I think I think it's them. Yeah, yeah. and I, and I, or, I, I you mean, know maybe Blizzard, you know maybe they're gonna make it. Maybe they're <laughs> an gonna, official Overwatch well, mobile. I,
1: I could have sworn. I mean, this was years ago. I heard rumors of Blizzard wanting to do like a mobile
0: Overwatch. Yeah, I read those rumors as yeah, well. but yeah. maybe
1: maybe that just ended up being the Switch. <laughs> Because I guess you can consider the Switch a mobile device, a mobile gaming device, so it could have been that. that. But like you said, yeah, if we can get an actual like Overwatch type experience on mobile and it plays really well, the graphics are good, the quality is good. Um, I think Madfinger Games is the company that, or you know, that can do that because they've yep. shown us time and time again, you know, how well and how quality quality their games can be. So I'm actually really excited for it. I am pre registered, and I think you are too, right?
0: I am as well. I'm Everybody, pre-registered, go pre registered. Go. <laughs> I definitely want to get into that game as as soon as uh, as soon as I can. So that's exciting. Okay, so those were the uh, recent releases and and upcoming titles. Uh, those that segment. Now, uh, one thing. You know, no no podcast episode without talking a bit about Google Stadia, I guess. We can't. Um, we have to. So right? we have to. We have to. <laughs> it's a household name at this point, so <laughs> we have to talk about Google Stadia. Um, since last, Google Stadia uh, has released uh, in a, in, a, in sort of a closed beta for the people who bought the um, bought the founders package. I think it was called, you know, the the pro pre pre ordering package that you could buy. Uh, on the website in, in a lot of different countries and it actually sold out in quite a few countries. I heard as well. And I think at the end it actually sold, sold out everywhere. So, um, I guess it was somewhat of a success or so maybe they just limited the, limited, <laughs> limited the quantity of, uh, of, uh, of Google Stadia devices. But, but in any case reviews out, uh, I know you, you, you called it, uh, in the pre-show, you called it Google failure, maybe Google, yeah,
1: <laughs> go, more like Google failure.
0: Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, I mean, it's input lag. Yes, you know, thank you. Connection issues, low quality. I guess I don't know if, if if that has mostly to do with with the games on there or or the stream quality or, or the build quality of the controller. But those are some of the issues that have been raised. Um, now I know you pointed out in the pre-show that these are just the same. I mean, these are the same problems as we see every new technology go through, though. Yeah. Um, Right. Yeah. So,
1: new technology, or even like new, you know, new games, new IPs, something that just hasn't been, I guess, tested as much. You're gonna see these type of issues. Not saying that's an excuse of why there's these issues, um, but it is something. I just, you know, it is good to point out because we hearing we hear all these reviewers giving all this, I guess I want to say, hate towards it, and um, I completely understand that because we'll get into other things that, you know, with Google that might be contributing to that as well, but I do want to just know that, you know, these are issues that we've seen before in, in, in new technology, so um, I wasn't surprised, I guess, as much to see these issues with it.
0: No, same here. I, I was kind of expecting that there, there'd be some issues. I guess it's it's mostly just a miscommunication, right, on, mm-hmm. on Google's end, because... Uh, I, I read an article that said that these founders are basically just paying to get beta access. Like they, they, they're paying to become beta testers, whereas they probably, I mean, many people probably expected a more finished product yep. that had already been tested, whereas what they received was the beta test. <laughs> and then, you know, they, they basically just paid paid to beta test it and, and help Google improve the product. And then eventually come 2020, which is, you know, not too far from now, like maybe in, in a few months, maybe three months or so, we should see the the full launch of Google Stadia where you don't have to pay, right? You, you can play for free and then you just buy the individual game. You don't actually pay a subscription necessarily to Google to get access. And I guess the frustrating part is that the people who waited are probably gonna get a better experience. And yeah. I guess that's why people are frustrated.
1: Yeah, and, and 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 well, there'll still there will still be I guess a subscription if you want to play in four K because that's the whole thing, like the four K experience and the Dolby Digital sound. I think um, all comes from that nine ninety nine. I want to say monthly subscription. Um, but I do, I see people's frustration and disappointment because you paid for this product in advance, And according to some reports, they were promised certain things that weren't really fulfilled on. So for one, they're promised to receive like their login, let's say to log in or to sign up. They're supposed to receive that like right before they got their um, controllers in hand, right. and the problem that occurred was they weren't receiving that. So people who were just like, oh, I'm just – like woke up one day and was like, oh, I'm just going to – it came out. I'm just going to become a founder. They would get that info and like sign up with their um, – what is it? Gamer tag, let's say, whereas people mm-hmm. who signed up two months ago have been waiting to like get their gamer tag because – google was talking about how oh yeah get your you know your username on this new platform first
0: yeah you get to reserve it right yeah you reserve it thank you
1: yes and a lot of people take that stuff pretty seriously like i mean i don't necessarily you know don't but i do know i have friends that are like yeah i want to make sure i'm not you know username dude number 554 i want to be username dude one so i can understand some of those frustrations as well um and, and like you said a total lack of communication on certain aspects from google has not helped them in this launch <laughs> at all like nope you know missing <laughs> communication not you know talking about talking with the community about what's going on issues that are being raised i mean i have seen reports that a lot of A lot of the issues, like the input lag and some of the connection, and even the low quality, has been like um, gotten better or has been fixed. Because of course, you know they do their patches or whatnot. I have seen that. Um, And another thing they did promise was 4K streaming, 4K 60 FPS with the subscription. And there's reports coming out that it's not actually 4K. It's actually 1080p or 1440p, and it's being upscaled to 4K, which is something that the actual PlayStation um, Pro does because I have a PlayStation Pro. It's not native 4K. It kind of upscales to 4K, right. um, which I don't see as a huge issue. I think that's still fine, but I do think Google should have said that, hey, listen, it's not 4K. It's being upscaled to 4K. k yeah. <laughs> If it, I feel like if they would have communicated all of this prior This, um, the launch would have been a lot smoother for them. So they kind of dropped the ball on that.
0: So I guess they hyped it too much. Yeah, they They overhyped it. Yeah, Yeah. they hyped it up for sure. Well, I mean, (laughs) wait, wait. Maybe Google is actually doing it right. Then I mean, isn't that what what companies do in the games industry? <laughs> they hype up their product. I mean, they, they overhype and don't, and don't deliver. <laughs> yeah, don't deliver. Welcome to the games industry, Google. Well, yeah. yeah, welcome to well, the games industry.
1: Yeah, they, they got it right. You're right. How many games yeah, have we seen right. from developers we're that talk it up the so wrong way.
0: much? Yeah, we're <laughs> yeah we're looking at it opposite. So I, I there are some people talking about the. I'm gonna say "quote unquote" launch library because I guess this yeah. isn't really the full launch of the of the of the platform either. But there's some people talking about a lack of games on there uh, as well. Now, that one is—I mean, I, I think that's a fair complaint. But I also feel like that—you know—if they can get the tech right and 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 people actually buy it because of that, then the games are gonna come. Obviously, it's a bit of a chicken or the egg issue, yeah. right? Because you need users before game developers want to port their games to the platform. But, you know, and you need the games before you get the users. But I think Google has a a good enough start that I think they are going to get users uh, once uh, once the connectivity issues, the input lag has been fixed, come, you know, come next year. And and then I do think the launch library thing is going to, is, is is going to be less of a concern at that point. Uh, I I'm still excited. I guess that's the question. Are we still excited? I'm still excited. I was excited just going to ask it. that. also all with um, all this
1: information now. Nimble Thor, the one who's been yeah, but, who's been supporting Google Stadia. <laughs> are you still excited for the for And the then free Not version? even paying me for it. Yeah. <laughs> uh,
0: but I, I obviously, I mean, I'm still excited. I f- I feel like the the industry is moving this way, like it or not doesn't really doesn't really matter what we think about it even i I, i'm sure if that sounds a bit harsh but like you you might be of the opinion that you know you want to buy your games and own your games and and that's completely fine and i I respect that opinion but i'm just saying the industry is moving in a certain way the average gamer does not care about that and that's just the way it is um the 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 people who voice the opinion are very loud and 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 they talk a lot um but but, you know, it's it's easy to misunderstand as that being the majority of people, but it's not, though. I mean, the, the average player just wants something that's that's great, and if it can be a great experience, then they care less about, you know, whether they're paying a monthly subscription and then just, quote-unquote, I guess, leasing the game. Uh, th- that's my opinion, at least. And we see that with Microsoft and their, their Xbox... Uh, what's it called? XCloud?
1: Um, Is X- that it? XCloud, yeah, yeah, you got it.
0: Yeah, that's it. So with their streaming service... Sony getting into streaming as well. Everyone getting into streaming of uh, of video games. So I think no matter what, the, the industry is going to move in this direction. Google might not be the ultimate winner of that, though. And so that's that's the thing, right? Yeah. Uh, but that doesn't mean I'm I'm not excited for it anymore. I- I'm still excited, and I actually feel, I I feel like I'm gonna better I'm gonna get a better experience <laughs> because because some people paid to get access to the beta, and that sucks. You know that that it's not a great experience right now, but. Uh, on a personal level, I think it's going to be great when when I eventually get access to it. And also, by the way, I just got a fiber fiber connection, you know. So, oh, um, nice. Yeah, I mean, I'm So I'm you'll ready. have those I'm fastest
1: speeds. Yeah, you'll have those good speeds I, for it.
0: I've got it. I've got a two hundred two hundred now megabit connection. So I'm you know come at me. Oh
1: yeah, <laughs> way way to brag, uh, Nimble Thor. Thanks. I'm over what? here sitting at a. What am I sitting at? Not a two hundred.
0: <laughs> no. So actually, I've... I'm not sitting at. I'm sitting at a 100, 100 right now, but but it's apparently going to get upgraded for free to 200, 200. So listen, just come to Denmark if you want that you know that <laughs> fast connection speed. If you want Google Stadia to work correctly and how it should work, move
1: to Denmark. <laughs>
0: yeah i guess that's it, 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 it i was about it's to come commercial. i was about to 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 throw a few political jokes out there but i'm not gonna do that Let's, <laughs> okay. uh, we're a mobile listen, we're a mobile I, gaming
1: channel remember that no
0: yeah we're, we're mobile gaming listen instead i just so i i want to ask you then are you excited for google stadia what's your what's your view on it now now that it is oh, google failure. okay yeah
1: so okay so i'm of uh, i'm always the guy who's always of two worlds right i'm always thinking of hmm. the pros and then the cons of something and Before Google launched, I was excited to see what it can do. I wasn't necessarily excited to use it because um, I am a proponent of using my PC and downloading the games. Um, Now that it's out, I do know that there's issues. I would say I'm still cautiously optimistic because i do like the idea of okay if it's free and i buy a game and i can just play it on my phone somewhere i do like that idea honestly i like being able to there was reviewers who were showing i think what was it red dead redemption being played on like their cell phone and yes it's at like 1080p but 1080p on a cell phone looks gorgeous um you know not necessarily on a huge screen maybe not but if you look at you know some of the footage you're like wow that looks amazing and that aspect of it still excites me i am still cautiously optimistic i will i will be of course be like you said we'll have to wait until the free version comes out which should be in a few months to give our final thoughts and opinions but i'm going to lean towards still so like if you're a 10 let's say i would say i am maybe a (laughs) (laughs) 7.5 That's so, okay, that's yeah. okay let's,
0: <laughs> let's check in again, listen, let's check in again next month in the in the Google Stadia segment Yes, we <laughs> will I'm be sure talking about be them more new. Yeah, yeah we, they, we'll, we'll be talking about it more as, as, as it progresses mm-hmm. So, uh, we've got lots of more news though to talk about, right? We sure um, do Lots of more mobile gaming news Yeah,
1: speaking of things that are dead on arrival Oh! Yeah. Okay. Oh wow, I don't burn know. I don't know, that's a burn <laughs> So, okay, so Supercell has been um, developing and, and testing this new game called Rush Wars, and I know some of you may have heard of it. I know me and you, Nimble, have um, seen it in the past, have talked about it every mm-hmm. so often, mm-hmm. um, and it's kind of exciting for Supercell to have a new game on the horizon. Um, it's been in testing for some time now. We've seen footage of it. However, Rush Wars has been canned by Supercell. Wah, yeah. wah. um in uh, in one of their blog posts they basically said that they heard our feedback that the game was feeling repetitive um they tried to make some changes with some updates however the changes that they made um, didn't help it in the long term or change up the gameplay style enough um, sounds like the game just had some issues with repetitiveness repetitiveness maybe it wasn't as creative as they wanted it to be. But either way, Supercell has canceled it. And I was surprised that they had canceled it because I feel like Supercell is this big company and, you know, they make quality gains. So to hear this news was kind of blew me back. I was like, whoa, I was excited for it, this and that. But you told me something um, nimble in the pre-show that really kind of caught me off guard and didn't realize. So I guess if you want to take it away and and explain that
0: aspect, yeah. See, that's an interesting thing, right? Because even though Supercell has obviously made some of the biggest games on mobile, they're actually not that big of a company yet in terms of number of employees. And the way they work is that uh, they've got many teams, multiple teams of very few people, maybe five, six, seven, eight people in each team. And these teams come up with new new gameplay ideas, basically. So they come up with new, new games or what could turn into new mobile games Uh, from Supercell, and then most of those games get canned at the idea stage. You know, they make the games, uh, a small prototype version of the game. They test it internally among the employees. If they like it and if it feels good enough, it moves on to the next phase. So it becomes a bit more polished. You know, you get some more fancy art in there. um, You develop the the game design some more and then eventually, long story short, some of those games um, eventually end up being soft launched in, for example, Canada, Singapore, and some of the other typical um, beta testing, or I should say pre-launch countries. And uh, then if it doesn't do well enough in those countries, it actually just gets canned. They they just remove it completely. If it doesn't live up to certain uh, KPIs, certain performance indicators. So in other words, if it doesn't get enough downloads, if there's not enough engagement, I guess if they don't earn enough money, so if people don't spend enough money uh, and don't seem to like the game enough, then you know Supercell will will just remove it and actually they you know we might not have heard a whole lot about it but they've mm-hmm. discontinued a total of 14 games at this point uh, at least according to wikipedia i'm i'm, I'm using wikipedia as my source <laughs> here, but, but 14 <laughs> good games source yes good good source right uh, forget what you're told in school <laughs> uh, wikipedia is, is yeah, a pretty it's good the source way, it's the way but to go it is the way to go but but 14 games though that surprised me i mean yeah
1: that surprised that,
0: me that's that's a lot more games than they actually have released. So that's interesting. One of the games that was canceled uh, well into its development was called Battle Bodies. Uh, That's, again, according to Wikipedia. I don't remember that game, but I think uh, that's probably the way Supercell likes it uh, as well, that we don't remember these games that got canned. They they even made a match-free game back in 2015 called Spooky Pop. That one I do remember reading a bit about at the time, Um, but that one got canceled again. And then, as you said, Tiny, now it was time for Rush Wars to get canned.
1: And I think Sadly. the biggest the biggest surprise or what, what caught me off guard is is when you told me this information, I was like, okay, that does kind of make sense. But like you said, Rush Wars was very far along. It felt like it passed it was very far a lot. Lo- it passed a yep. lot of those milestones that you were just explaining. So mm-hmm. I felt like I think that why it became it's become a bigger surprise as well that it's like, oh man, it got so far, but then it still just couldn't make it to release. Um it just seems like a lot of resources were put into it at this point for it to be like that. But I guess if, if that's oh, their model yeah. and that's how they, I guess, thrive, then, I mean, yeah, more power to them.
0: I think I think they want every single one of their games to be billion-dollar games. yeah, you know, Games that earn a billion dollars or more. Yeah. Huge hits, right? They, they don't want a game that's just doing okay because then they could have just put more resources into further developing some of the other games instead. You know? So they... They would rather they would rather kill it. I guess that's the philosophy. They would rather kill it than have it perform okay-ish. Yeah, uh, it yeah. has to be stellar performance, right? The best in the market, uh, in in its genre. So, so that's Supercell, I guess.
1: Yeah, that Supercell in a nutshell.
0: Yeah, that Supercell in a nutshell, exactly. And 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 I I stumbled into another game that also got me thinking about a, a slightly different topic, which was you know PewDiePie released a new game or rather, you know, PewDiePie worked with a game developer who <laughs> yeah, developed that, the game according more to sense. what PewDiePie liked. Yeah, yeah. And, and and then, you know, they they released the game. But but in many ways, uh, I think it's, a, you know, it's PewDiePie's game. You know, he didn't develop it, but he paid for the development, I, I would imagine. And he's probably getting a, a revenue cut and, and the developer then gets a revenue cut as well. I would imagine that's how it works at least. So PewDiePie's Pixlings released. I did a, a video on that game Already, but it got me thinking about YouTuber driven mobile games in general, though. Um, this uh, PewDiePie's Pixlings released recently, but it's the third game from PewDiePie or that PewDiePie is involved in. He also released Tuber Simulator and Legend of Brofist. I, I think yeah, the last I one, Legend of one. Brofist, you mentioned. Yeah, you mentioned you – had you played it or just knew about it? Um, I just
1: knew about it and I watched it or gameplay footage of it and I was like, oh, that's Hmm. interesting. Um, But I never actually played any of of the PewDiePie um, mobile games. Not that I have anything against PewDiePie. I just never um, had a chance to play them. But I think um, there's other YouTubers, like you said, that have either sponsored or, or, or kind of been involved in mobile game development and using their likeness as well um i think one of them was what h3 h3 did the ball rider yep. one yeah where you know it was kind of like an endless runner type game right where like you e- you eat the stuff and, and ethan gets bigger and bigger and you have yeah. to control him <laughs> or
0: something it was actually kind of funny the way it was set up um and believe yeah, it, and that's the thing right It it's fun if you know the youtubers there you like, go it's fun if you get it If if you get the context then it's fun Yeah, but Um, if
1: you don't or, like, if, you know, you might not watch that YouTuber a lot, then, you know, they're basing their success on these games on, you know, the knowledge that people might have of these YouTubers. And that could be a slippery slope as well. I get it. PewDiePie is the biggest YouTuber (laughs) out there or single, you know, single content creator out there. So, I mean, I I could see that. I mean, H3H3 is big as well. But, you know, you kind of have to, you know, pick that. And the one thing I do remember, H3H3 got a lot of backlash when they released that game. I because that. Yeah, yeah, because of um, in-app purchases and stuff as such and how I guess they um, – I'm not too familiar. I watched them a lot. I used to, but I guess how he would talk about not liking that type of stuff and then he creates a game that has that type of stuff. So I remember um, hearing backlash about that as well. And actually, I don't think that game did very well in the long run, the ball
0: rider I... game. No, I don't think it did well long-term, but I think that was mostly also because they stopped promoting it. I mean, H3H3 kind of just... Stop talking about the game. Yeah. Whereas PewDiePie does a great job at you know uh-huh. every game he's involved in, and I should by the way I should say he he actually has more games PewDiePie, but but those are on PC. So when I said th- uh, three games before, there was three mobile games. Um, I think he has one or maybe two PC games as well that that he's been involved in. But at the end of every single one of his videos, he promotes one of those games, and so you know continuously he's driving new engagement, new players, new downloads. To those games, or even you know, returning players getting back into the game because they watched a new PewDiePie video, and I feel like that's that was h H3 3 h 3s mistake. They should have done that as well. Yeah. They should have kept you know kept mentioning it in in their podcast or in their videos, and they don't do that, and because of that, the game is kind of irrelevant at this point. Um, and and that's what's what's actually interesting to me. I, I was actually going to ask that question. Do you think it's because it's, it's it's mostly the fans downloading these games? And the games are maybe just mediocre at best. I mean, <laughs> you know, I, I, the actual game. It's a great point but,
1: because when you think of it,
0: you play these games,
1: and they're not games that we haven't played before. You have an endless runner, you have a turn-based type RPG, you have, you exactly. know, they're, they're very similar to a lot of mobile games that we already play, that a lot of mobile gamers already play, and then you throw in the attachment of these, um, these fans who know who the YouTuber is, and of course it probably helps push that, elevate that game, but like you said, if you took out their names, if you took out their likenesses, would you just have a mediocre game? I didn't play Pixelings, how was Pixelings? I know you did a video on it.
0: Pixeling, yeah, Pixelings was, Pixelings was alright. I mean, so it had an interesting core combat system where we we pick a team of pixelings, basically a team of monsters, you know, a team of characters to take into battle. But we can only we only have three positions uh, in on the playing field for those units. So we deploy them one at a time uh, until we've deployed three units. But we do have, I think, five units in total with us. So what you then do is that those units attack automatically. Now some units will attack. Just the the opponent in a straight line ahead of them, right? Whereas others will always attack a certain type of opponent, such as, for example, the one that's you know uh, first in line uh, or, or closest closest to uh, to us. So that that there's a bit of a difference between mm. your different units there, and that of course adds to creating. that that creates many different potential strategies for how you want to set up and how you want to position your units but they attack automatically though so the the gameplay the active gameplay part is moving our units around constantly basically switching lanes Mm. uh and and actually switching completely switching out our pixlings to make sure they don't die because the way the way the uh, the campaign works is that you get three stars as long as none of your pixlings die so it doesn't matter if they get down to you know nearly zero HP, as long as you can ensure they don't die by maybe switching them out. So you put them on the bench, another pixeling joins the match instead. As long as you can do that, then you're gonna get three stars. So that combat system was uh-huh. interesting. I I actually really liked that combat system. It was very interesting, but it had an energy system and of course, of course the it game, did. Yeah, and the gameplay was insanely grindy. You had to play it a lot uh, and. Uh, you then had this instant instant finish feature if you had if you had completed a level on three stars you could just click to instantly finish it just to get the rewards uh, again that goes back to the grindiness of the game you would want to do that because you you know you need so you need to complete these levels so many times to be able to progress in the game unless you buy in app purchases but then you know then there's the energy system which means you can't just continue you know auto finishing these levels because auto finishing a level costs free energy and you know, entering it normally only costs one energy. So basically I either uh. have to spend a lot of time on the game, like a, lo- a lot lot. <laughs> like a lot of time on the game, or you have to spend real life money on the game. So that part I didn't like about the game, and in some cases, I'm of the opinion that a monetization system can be bad, but the gameplay might still be so great that it's yep. still worth playing. Um, I've been there. But in this case, yeah, but in this case, I feel like the gameplay is amazing. But the monetization is so bad that, for me at least, it made it unplayable. But um, i but I know there's lots of people who don't agree though. There's lots of PewDiePie fans out there. I mean, the game has, I I believe, a four point eight average score on wow. Google Play at least, that's if I remember correctly. Uh, that's very high. So obviously, there's lots of people who who supports PewDiePie, who I guess likes the game. So, I. I'm a bit... Uh, I, I don't know what to think about it, really. I feel like I'm wrong about my opinion, <laughs> like, on my assessment of the game, uh, just because I see so many people really liking the game. Uh, but it could be great, though, if the monetization was just... Um, was changed a bit, I feel like. All right. I, I, I wouldn't recommend playing it, honestly. Like, maybe... You wouldn't? Like, no, I wouldn't. Like, I okay. wouldn't recommend it. M- so maybe I shouldn't watch. make a video of it, then. No. <laughs> no, I mean, you could, but, but it's not... I'm not sure it's even... It's even worth it. I mean, go yeah. check out some gameplay on YouTube. Yeah. Um, I did a video on it, or you can just find any random video on YouTube um, and, and see for yourself. It's um, it's very slow-paced. I think a lot of, of you guys will just grow uh, grow grow bored with it. But, but then again, that made me think, okay, so if it is indeed the case that people only download these games because they're fans of the YouTuber or the content creator, is that the same for other types of games as well then? I mean, how many Harry Potter games don't we have? Like, we have so many Harry Potter games on mobile. That's so true, Um, yeah. We have so many Marvel games on mobile. Transformers, I think, is a good example as well. Transformers games, yep exactly and, Mo- and some movie of them are good. or
1: movie related games yeah exactly, exactly. you know license some of them games. are just really bad really bad yeah. exactly yeah uh, the majority of i'll always do like a, a review or a written on my channel and i'm always talking smack about a certain game and the majority of the time it's one that is like a licensed product game you know from like a popular yep. franchise or something like that and it's very interesting to see that and i guess like you said the correlation of these these names being attached to these games and then how successful the games are. It does have to go into the fan base and the audience that got me thinking. Do you want to hear my game idea? Yes. Go for it. You ready for this? Okay. You guys bear with me here. Nimble It's called tiny's toilet time. Okay? So, on the top of the screen's my butt. I like it already. (laughs) On the bottom of the screen is the toilet bowl, and the poop comes down, and you have to, like, (laughs) chop... You have to... Just bear with me here. You have to make sure you get a long one, because your score (laughs) is higher, but you also can't make sure it clogs the toilet, so you have to cut the poop. Kind of like cut the rope, but with poop. Tiny's Toilet Time (sighs) Extravaganza. (laughs) Listen,
0: listen, guys. Listen, Mr. and Mr. So... Think of pooping. Yeah, how how are we going to uh, push this? Yeah. (laughs) So this is this is basically cut the rope, but with poops in it.
1: (laughs) That's, I mean, I mean sold, right?
0: Sold. Well, okay, I'm sold. I'm sold. I'm completely sold.
1: It's cut the rope with your poop. (laughs) And I can see the investors all standing up, clapping.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Well, as long as it has lots of microtransactions, like in app purchases, yeah, and, in-app purchases. And advertisements. Yeah. But then I think you know, I think they will clap, right?
1: Yeah, you're I right. I mean
0: they they make a lot of shit games, you know, that, yeah. that, that you know already. So
1: I love that pun. That was a good one, <laughs> yeah.
0: thank you. I okay. so I don't I don't even have a game idea though, like a, a mobile game idea. I'll have to go back and think about that. Maybe that's something I can, yeah, think I can about come that. back with ne- <laughs> next month. It doesn't with, have uh... to be.
1: It doesn't have to be poop related,
0: okay? It <laughs> doesn't have to be poop related, okay? But but it it should have a, a sort of a rhyme in it or a pun to to the naming because you, yours was tiny's toilet toilet
1: time. Chinese, I think tiny's toilet time. Maybe I don't know tiny's toilet, toilet time. time.
0: Right. So I got to figure something out with with either N or T yeah. know, for for n- n- Nimble or Thor. Or maybe yeah. Thor. Maybe there's something there. Uh, any ideas, guys, yeah, in the comment section, the let comment us know <laughs> <laughs> what, what would be the, the Nimble Thor-related mobile game. <laughs> or in okay, my well,
1: game, I, you, you could get a power-up in my game where you come out with, like, a Thor hammer and you smash my poo. <laughs> okay, I'll stop.
0: <laughs> so, let's <laughs> move on, then. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> I heard... Uh, I've got, I've got, that's going to be it. That's, that's very rough. I'm just going <laughs> to transition here. Uh, Next topic: Singa is <laughs> is apparently making a comeback. So um, they used to make really shit games, but but they but they do got do insanely sh- popular back when yeah, but back when they created created Farmville, I guess, on Facebook uh, as a browser game. Everyone played that browser game back in I think two thousand nine. I want to say two thousand nine, yeah, two thousand ten. Super popular. But then it was super popular, like really popular. Everyone played it. Uh, but then it just they just kind of fizzled out, you know, they, they tried going mobile, they couldn't really figure out how to get mobile monetization correct. Uh, they couldn't figure out the mobile UI and, and courted gameplay loop and stuff like that. And so we all just kind of forgot about them for a while. But it looks like they've been coming back. And they're coming back strong this time. Uh, they had to fire employees, hundreds of employees in the past. But now apparently they're making a strong comeback and the revenue for the last quarter was the largest in the company's history at nearly three hundred and fifty million dollars, which means more than they made back with back with Farmwell back in two thousand nine and two thousand and ten. Which surprised me honestly because I heard that they were they were a huge success back then, but now they're making even more money. So, I, I like have you played any single games in in a while? I haven't. I, so, I was I mean, kind of surprised about this news.
1: I, I think the most recent one I can remember is. Farmville? But then again, there's a lot of games that they made that we don't realize we're playing, I guess, Zynga games. Cause I mean I played I um true. they had a poker game for some reason. A few years back I was into playing like mobile poker games because I thought it was so cool and playing poker when well, really I was bad. <laughs> and I know they did that. Um I think they're the ones who did Words with Friends. Um, what else? Farmville right. 2. Words uh, with
0: friends. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay.
1: Yeah. And then like Farmville 2, I believe I played a little bit of that. Um, mm-hmm. But I wouldn't say I was like heavily into any of their games to where I played them nonstop or anything like that. And I do know, like you said, they are really big. They're like the mobile game developer at a time. And as the years went on, of course, mobile gaming blew up. And I felt like as it blew up, they kind of went down. Um, yeah. And,
0: I, and, and, and interestingly, you should mention poker because I because I, 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 I was looking up in, in preparation for, for this podcast episode, I, I was looking them up on Google Play and it seems like they've made quite, well, at least a few of those at this point, like poker and social casino games, which whenever I see a developer doing social casino games, I just think, hey, you know, those guys want to make money. Yeah. And they found they found a way to do it. And that's it. Like, I, I don't want to play their games, but I guess, you know, they they do them, I guess, and, and you know, they make a lot of money. Um I, I mean, casino I games, a right? To, casino is the yeah. original
1: in-app purchase, right? <laughs>
0: it's like it is the original you, in-app purchase. You, you want to progress,
1: you have to pay money. So, I mean, that's yes, essentially... Like, I guess it's very, and, it's very fitting,
0: right? Yeah, That they and, should end up making these types of games.
1: And that's crazy because I just typed in Zynga right now on, on Google Play Store, and you are very correct. I can't believe how many slot games they have out. Slots, poker,
0: spades, I mean... See, here's my is... issue. Here's my issue with it, right? They, they made, for example, a Willy Wonka slot machine game. Which yeah. is just, I mean, <laughs> that just seems wrong, doesn't it? Like it Willy weird. Wonka. Like I, I mean, a, a family, you know, family friendly. Um, oh well, I don't know. He, Willy Wonka isn't exactly friendly, but like, a, <laughs> but still, you know, a, yeah. a, a franchise kids or like young impressionable people yeah. know about, um, or at least used to know about. Uh, but still, that there's just something that doesn't feel right about that. And then, and then I know that these are social casino games. I think that's important to say. Um, so you're not actually spending real life money and betting real life money, but you are still slowly grooming people, like getting people used to this sort of casino gameplay where you know you you bet money and, and for some people, you know that's going to turn into a gambling addiction. And I don't, I don't really like that. So I don't know if like if that's what Zynga wants to do. I mean, they're free to do that. I just don't want to spend too much time talking about them then. I mean, but if they make actual great games, I'd love to play them, though. Yeah, I, mean, I, I would against like Singer. them to get
1: back into probably, I don't know, more traditional type. I mean, I know Farmville, there's a bunch of farm games out there at this point. And I think they were the one of the first ones like into that, that market, let's say.
0: Yeah, they were. Um, yeah. But I would
1: like to see them start you know, making, I don't know, something that might be... More relatable to, I guess, other people. I mean, they had this other game I'm looking at, Empires and Allies, which looks like a Clash, um, Clash of Clans ripoff type game. But maybe getting <laughs> back to their roots would be beneficial to them. You know, think about it. You know, yeah. Zynga making a comeback. Um, but yeah, enough of the slot games. I feel like.
0: <laughs> yeah, they also made. Oh, I'm just looking at the Google Play page right now. They also made a Game of Thrones slot casino epic free slots game. Game. That, that was oh. literally the the name of the game
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, i'm looking at the name right now it's always like yeah. that right epic free slot game seo yeah, seo I, I just think of seo, SEO.
0: <laughs> yeah same here i mean we to that i mean let's not at this you know, point we're, yeah, we're YouTubers. Yeah. we have to well i mean we, we we have to do a bit of that as well um but anyway relevancy yeah, I guess I guess Singa is relevant then, but but just not among the the gamers I think who listens to to our podcast. I think I could be wrong. If you play social casino games, that that's completely fine, by the way. Um, but yeah, let us know if you if you guys play those types of games. Uh, I don't, and I don't really know who plays them. But but lots of people do, and those who play it apparently spend a lot of money on it. Um, but I want I want to get into though. Like I, I kind of want to move on. We we had one more news. Uh, which i read recently which which really just blew me away um you know roblox right
1: oh yeah roblox everybody knows roblox
0: yeah. if you have a niece yeah, so, or a nephew who's young that's you know true. what roblox is yeah so so they've yeah i guess they're basically the, the new minecraft right so but they've they've earned over a billion dollars now on mobile oh, that my is. gosh. so purely on mobile yeah. over a billion over a billion dollars and and that was the headline and then i read into the article and then I found that revenue is actually still growing. So that means you know it's increasing every you know every single month they earn more and more. Uh, and that I found interesting. And then I found one more interesting fact, which I which I just wanted to share, which is that apparently seventy five percent of all installs uh, of the mobile game comes from Android, which is interesting. I feel like that that like seventy five percent. That's a that's you know a, a vast majority of of the downloads but in terms of revenue though 75% of the revenue came from iOS S- interesting so so 25% of the user base generated 75% of the revenue that's interesting what I'm, can we say about that
1: i'm very like that? well i'm very curious of the popularity of roblox has gone up so much so it started as a pc game if i'm if i'm yep, correct yep. it started out there and then it made its way to mobile what 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 year did we say it was 2014 I think 2014 or 15 or something like that. Yeah, so I'm just curious as to... So, I'm my guess is that kids played Roblox, right? They became big mm-hmm. fans. You know, they might have got their little brothers into it. They became fans. And I felt like... More smart homes started getting in the houses at this point point. 2014 a lot of family members have their, their their sons or daughters have smartphones now and then they're downloading it on there and then they're playing it so I see a correlation between the rise in its popularity on mobile especially from 2014 on that makes complete sense. Now when it comes to those numbers though that's very interesting because what we're seeing is that iOS users are spending more money on the game than let's say Android users. And I'm wondering if that has anything to do with the um, the closeness of uh, of what is it Apple's ecosystem. I'm yeah. very curious of of if that has anything to do with there. Maybe it's easier to spend purchases on there. Or maybe I'm not sure. Maybe the Android version has mods that you can sideload to where you don't want to spend money. See, that's there's things mm, like that. I
0: think I think that's a big part of it. Obviously, there, there's the um, some years ago it w- it was argued a lot that iOS users just spent more money um, because they typically they were people with more residual income mm-hmm. tended to buy iOS devices. Uh, but more recently, though, that has somewhat equaled out. Yeah. I mean, these days, a Samsung device costs the same Good, uh, just as, much. As, as a new iPhone. Yep. Uh, it's just as much, like exactly the same. You know, that's part of the strategy. Um, and so that has actually equaled out a bit. Now, I still think there is a difference. I, I still do believe that there are more Android devices sold in lower-income countries than in... You know, that in higher income countries, mm-hmm. the percentage uh, distribution between Android and iOS, is, iOS devices is definitely larger in, in low income countries, but it is still more or less equaled out. So it, it's not it's not like iOS uh, users spend that much more money than Android users these days. That That's the latest I read, though at least the, the latest report. So I think it comes back to what you said, which is uh, the closeness or the non-closeness to, of, of the of the Android yeah. ecosystem, which means that you can basically cheat, I guess. Like you can download mods, you can download different types of like hacks, I guess, or like yeah. cheat modified versions of the game where you maybe have access to, to more of the internet purchases uh, without paying or something along the lines of that. I That would be my guess as well. That's actually, that was interesting. I hadn't thought about that one. Yeah,
1: because you always see those articles or those videos of, ooh, you know, Roblox hack or whichever game hack it is, and you automatically think it's PC, but some of those videos or some of those articles are actually referencing, like, the Android version of the game, and that's because Mm. Android's um, system is so open, you know, you can sideload apps, you can sideload stuff, and this, now, I'm not a proponent of hacking a game to get free stuff that should be paid i don't mind modding like i mod my pc games but i mod it for like graphics or textures or 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 stuff like that but
0: when it comes to to yeah, yeah
1: exactly but when it comes to like you know hacks to like get away from like you know giving the developers, you know, you know, helping support the developers. I don't necessarily agree with that, but I'm saying that does sound like a something that is probably a contr- contributing to the Android version, not having as much, you know, revenue as iOS, but either way, the, the moral of the story is this game is making buku bucks and I've watched, yep. one of, <laughs> I watched one of my nieces play it and I could not fathom w- why it makes so much money. He was just running around, um, I don't know what he was doing. He was re- well, he, It was like a battle royale we, mode because you can create different stuff in there. It
0: was very interesting. That's, that's the thing, right? It, it's a highly creative game. Um, Quote-unquote game developers, you know, I guess mostly young people can create games uh, in Roblox that others can then play. And if they spend mm-hmm. money on, on in-app purchases in those games, then the creator of the game makes money. So it becomes this little ecosystem for... Uh, I guess, wannabe game developers. And I don't mean that in a bad way, by the way. When I say wannabe, I just meant to say that, you know, people who don't develop an entire game from scratch, but they use existing blocks, I guess. Yeah, basically. Part of the Roblox, yeah. uh, Part of the name, quite literally. Um, But that's also why you have so many different gameplay experiences. And I think Roblox is actually the type of game that I, I wouldn't be surprised if Roblox is still king in five years or ten years, and the reason why I say that is that I feel like they they have made a system where they will be able to adapt to whatever genre becomes uh, becomes uh, becomes popular. Pop, yeah. So if it's battle royale, you know people can create Roblox battle royale games. If it's suddenly endless runners becomes all the rage again, well then you can have Roblox endless runner games. Mm-hmm. If this and that becomes you know a, a trending trending genre, then you know you can create that type of of experience in Roblox. So. It's kind of a universal game, nearly. That's why I think it's so popular, at least.
1: Yeah, and I agree. You're right. It it is that. It's because of... It can, it can change at any moment or somebody can exactly. create something new at any moment and it's popular, you know, and people who are Roblox fans can get in on it and be like, oh, yeah, Roblox, why, why do I have to go buy Fortnite when I could just play Battle Royale on Roblox? Even though the graphics exactly. aren't the same and, of course, the mechanics no, I, uh, aren't yeah. exactly the same, but <laughs> true. it's that creative or it's that imagination aspect of it. It's the same reason Minecraft has lasted so long as well. I mean, you can't Absolutely. do the exact same thing in Minecraft, but there is that creativity aspect of it. And, a game games that have creativity involved where you're creating the stuff always tend to, like, last longer. I mean, we can even break it down to Sims games. I mean, Sims games are always popular, whether it's City or Sims. A lot of it comes down to you being able to create your world or, or do your world. So, I mean, like you said, I think five years from now, Roblox is probably going to be making $5
0: billion. Who knows? Yeah and it's it's interesting you should mention 5 billion and Sims because I actually read that the Sims have now made over 5 billion dollars in revenue in total um the Sims franchise Wow so, look at me it's
1: like I'm a I'm yeah. a, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a Wikipedia myself Yeah exactly <laughs>
0: <laughs> You didn't even know it yeah. but uh, but yeah that that you know and and The Sims 4 has done uh, over a billion of that 5 billion dollar total number so that, that's impressive, and so I, I think you're right. That's why The Sims is popular. That's why Minecraft is popular. That's why Roblox is popular, and that's why we continue to see them thriving, whether it be on PC, console, or or on mobile. But I feel like that's that's pretty much a wrap then. Uh, we got through most of what we, what we wanted to talk about. Um, now, in case this is the first episode you've listened to, thank you, by the way, for listening to the end of this podcast. Uh, remember that there are already six previous episodes Waiting for you and if you want more mobile gaming goodness, then you can follow both tiny little games and me nimble Thor on YouTube Just do a search for either tiny little games or nimble Thor You'll definitely find us on there Um, also don't forget to check out the mobile gamer discord server Uh, The links for that can be found in the description down below this video So come join us on there for some awesome mobile gaming conversations with well with 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 tiny little games and me But also with the rest of the community. We're quite a few people on there already And everyone is just excited for mobile games, so I'm pretty sure you guys will feel uh, right at home over there. And with that said, we hope that you've just enjoyed this episode, and we will see you again next month. So, bye! Bye Bye-bye, folks!